This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? Everything all right at your house? I trust so. Bless your heart. Nice to be back with you. This is your good friend, Bob Cook. And we're going to invest a few moments together in God's inerrant, infallible, eternal word, the Bible. And we're walking around in the fifth chapter of First Thessalonians, Paul's first letter to the people who lived at Thessalonica. We've come now to verse 11. Wherefore, said he, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. We talked about comfort. How do you comfort? And what happens? That word comfort is a very uh, powerful word. Parakaleo. Your Greek New Testament means beseech, means comfort, means desire, means exhort, means pray. All of those different renderings you'll find in your uh, uh, King James Version uh, under the word comfort. So that wraps up a good deal of human relations, doesn't it? Remember I mentioned a few common sense things to you uh, about comfort. Just be there. Don't sermonize or moralize. Just, Just be there. Your loving presence is more of a comfort than you know. Listen, don't talk. Love, don't preach. Encourage by positive reinforcement the things that are the things that are good, you encourage them by positive reinforcement. If you're going to make any suggestions, do it by indirection. Oh, by the way, what would you think of this? And then continue in helpful contact. Don't drop the person. Comfort. Well, we come to this word edify, which means build up. To build, to build up, to edify. And then there's another rendering, which means to make bold, to embolden. Interesting. So he says, edify one another, even as also ye do. Well, there are a number of passages in the Word of God that have to do with edifying. And uh, I think we start with the concept of what your duty is toward another person. Not to tear down, but to build up, like you build a house. Build up one another. When you look at another person, another child of God, the question in your mind needs to be, how can I build this person, strengthen him or her, build up the Christian virtues and characteristics? How can I strengthen this person's ministry? That's the that's the attitude that you and I need to have toward people. Now, it has to be admitted that sometimes we're pretty negative, aren't we, as we approach people? The reason being that we have, have a past history that has conditioned us. A person who always breaks his promises to you and comes with some kind of an offer, you're immediately wary and you say, oh, well, here we go again. <laughs> Isn't it true? A person who is always critical of you, for example... 
I've had people when I was in the pastorate, people who would come and say, you're not going to like this, pastor, but I'm going to tell you for your own good. Well, I found myself feeling defensive before they ever said another word. (laughs) So we bring our own personal biases, I guess, to the process of, of interacting with other people. But having admitted that, we need to work on the idea of strengthening the other person. Paul says in Philippians, Look not every man on his own things only, but every man also on the things of others. Bear you one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Each Let each one uh, consider the other better than himself. I have often told the, the young people at the college in years past, um, Every person you ever meet will be better at something than you are. And you need to respect him or her for that. So, edification starts with an attitude, doesn't it? If you're going to help another person, you have to want to. And you have to respect that person for what he or she really is. Not for the faults that one may see in them. Love is unqualified personal regard. You accept a person just as he is, warts and all, as they say. If I'm going to build you up, I can't tear you down at the same time. Dale Carnegie is not alone in in suggesting that if you're going to criticize anything, you need to do so very gently and mix it on both sides of the criticism with approbation and praise. Carnegie says you want to put criticism like the filling in a sandwich. On either side of 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 it, you need critic you need uh, you need praise and and uh, and approbation and encouragement. Well, be that as it may, let's check our attitude before we before we engage in in conversation with another person. Let's let's make sure that down in our hearts we really want to help and to build. Now, edification does not mix with showing off how much you know. I'm going to show you, buddy. I'll, I'll help you with this. No. 1 Corinthians 8, 8.1. Knowledge puffeth up, but love edifieth. Knowledge puffeth up, but love edifieth. To want to help comes from the heart, not from how much you know. Want to write that down in the notebook of your mind? Real help for another person has to come from the heart first, not just from the head. Knowledge puffeth up. I'll tell you. I'll show you. No, that isn't it. Love edifieth. Let me help. Then he says, all things are lawful to me, but all things edify not. You have to realize that there are some things we say and do which might be all right for us. We could get away with it, as they say. We could explain it. We might even defend it. But he says, all things edify not. For meat destroy not the kingdom of God, Paul says in another place. Edify not. So you have to ask before you say or do anything, is this going to help the other person? Is this going to help the other person? You're trying to win somebody to the Lord. And in casual conversation, because you're good friends, you're not always talking religion. In casual conversation, you think of a very funny story 
that you might share with that friend. Now, it's not risque, it's not, it's not a dirty story, but it has some elements in it that, that might maybe even give a little offense. And so you stop to think and you think, hey, I want to win this person for Christ. I better not, I better not share a, a joke like that because it wouldn't, it wouldn't help him any. You ever think about that? See, the simple things of life are the ones that make the impressions that last. The simple things of life, the, the casual comments. I've had people remind me of things I said 20 years previously that I didn't even remember, but they remembered them. You know? Back in the, what was the 1950s, I guess, we began sending teenagers abroad as gospel teams. My own two older daughters went on one of those teams, Venezuela. And the years passed. Now it's uh, 1959 or 60 or into the 60s, whatever. And uh, I met somebody on the street. He said, now I can tell you. You remember when in 1949 I said we ought to send these young people overseas to preach the gospel? And you said, never happened. And he said, now look. <laughs> he reminded me. <laughs> it took him 20 years nearly to, to get up courage enough to remind me of something I had seven, said, you know, quickly off the top of my head. All right, it's the, it's the small casual little things in life that make an impact. And so I need to think, don't I? Is this going to help the other person? Is it going to edify him or her? Is it going to build up that precious life that Christ has redeemed and which I'm trying to encourage and strengthen? Yes, you have to be thoughtful. You can't just drift through the situations of life. You have to think about it. But when you do, You'll be richly rewarded because the Holy Spirit of God will guide you to say and to do those things that help others. For it is God, Paul says in Philippians 2, it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now this whole matter of building another person up needs to become a, a quest, a life quest. He said follow after, that's Greek verb dioko, pursue, like a hunter pursues his quarry. Pursue those things wherewith one may edify another. Look for them. Pursue them. A salesman pursues his, his uh, contacts so he can sell his goods. A hunter pursues his, his uh, quarry so he can bring home something to eat for his family. A, uh, an officer of the law pursues a fleeing uh, fugitive so that he can bring him back to justice. That's the idea of pursue. Make it your quest. Make it your business. Your, your pressing business in life. Pursue those things wherewith one may edify another. Now, you see, as I talk with you about this, it, it says there's a voice in my mind that says, oh, that's a lot of work. Oh, well, you got to be doing that all the time. you got to think about that all the time. That's a lot of work. All right, let's face it. It's work to be a Christian in that sense. Salvation is free, but it's not cheap. 
and we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Paul says in Ephesians 2.10, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which we, which we might, God hath ordained that we should walk in them. Hey, don't flinch at the responsibilities of a Christian to build up other people, pursue them. Now, what you do affects the whole church. 1 Corinthians 14.5 says that what you do ends in the church, that the church may receive edifying. He's speaking there of prophesying, which is not only foretelling, but forth-telling the truth of God. And so in, in your interaction with people in church, you need again to ask the question, is this going to help or tear down? Many a speech in a church business meeting might well have been omitted. You and I know that. It's not always necessary to point out negative things. Ask yourself the question before you make a, the next speech in a committee meeting or a church business meeting or a deacon's meeting. Ask yourself the question, is this going to help? Is it going to build up or will it tear down? That the church may receive edifying. And so Paul says, let all things be done. Identify. That wraps it up. Well, we have to stop here, but I'll take this up briefly the next time we get together. Build other people up. Don't tear them down. Dear Father, help us today to build other people up. In Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.